Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Peace, Purpose, and Prosperity podcast. I am your host, Sharika Dunstan, and today I am joined by Tanya Robinson. How are you today? I'm doing well, Sharika. Thanks for having me here. How are you? I'm well, and thank you so much for being a guest. Um, I want to begin with you just introducing yourself to the listeners and the viewers. Absolutely, absolutely. So once again, I am Tanya Robinson. So I am a coach as well. Um, I come from a background of um, auditing where uh, not IRS auditing, I'm not doing anybody's taxes, <laughs> but from a, um, in, from a corporate audit perspective where it's a matter of um, interviewing, finding out what people are doing currently, how they're actually um, uh, managing that space where the gaps are and how we can fill them. And it translates over into coaching where I actually work with women who really are empty nesters and they're going through that life change where, you know, they're coming out of that space of being mommy all the time or really any type of um, pivot in your life. Also, I work with divorced women and it's going through that transition where you're ready for your next level. You're ready to get out there and start doing those that business that you wanted to create, uh, that you want to create since you were like, you know, before you had kids that you put on the back burner, but you just don't know how to make that transition and also deal with the emotions that come along with it and how to actually do that. So I work with women on how to navigate that actual uh, path and create their next business. So that's Tanya in a nutshell. <laughs> I love that. Working with women as they're going through big life transitions is so important. Because honestly, a lot of us don't know where to go get that help, right? And so many of us have the dream of starting a business. But like you said, having kids or, you know, other responsibilities will put that dream on the back burner. So I'm happy you're here to help women who are going through those huge transitions. Thank you. Thank you. That's my story. I, I went through it myself and I, you know, have been a, a big proponent of helping other women get through it as well. I love that. So... Today, we are talking about peace, and I imagine that working with women who are dealing with a lot of transition, that, you know, you do help them with finding peace, but my question to begin is, how do you define peace? So, peace for me is getting to that point in your life where you can look in the mirror and tell yourself that I love the person that I'm looking at. You got this, you are doing a good job and keep going. Because what I know for what I, I realized, what I've experienced and what my clients have experienced is one of the hardest things women have to, um, when they're going through that transition is being able to look at the woman in the mirror and not just look at her from you're brushing your teeth and you glance at her, but seeing the person for who she is and physically her met, just look through that person, you know, and one of the things I have my clients do, which is, you know, um, just, I think it helps mainly is for women to get to that point where you can actually stand in the mirror in your birthday suit and love on yourself, everything about you from all your, we, we're, we're grown women. I'm I'll be 53 now for next Friday or 52. Sorry, don't rush my age. Goodness. <laughs> But to get to that space where we're loving our cellulite, we're loving our curves, we're loving our whatever is going on with us. 
and actually being able to comfortably say, I love you. This is something I want to work on now. I got you. I got to see that little, you know, those little curves over here. We're going to work on that. Or you know what? I actually look beautiful. My skin looks good. So I love being able, to me, that's peace. When you can do that and just totally love on yourself. Because it's not about anybody else at that point. It's about you. Because when you can do that with yourself, that automatically translates into everything else that you're doing. Thank goodness. Like, that's so powerful, right? And it seems so simple, but honestly, that's not an easy thing for people to do, to look at themselves naked in the mirror and to accept and love on themselves. But it's so, so needed and so necessary. Mm -hmm. And I heard you say you have a birthday coming up. Happy early birthday. And uh, when you said you're turning 52, I was like, hold up, wait, um... (laughs) You look amazing. 52 on the 17th. Yes, God has been good. It took a while. I had to get, I had to do that process of looking in the mirror because I didn't like that person and really be able to be comfortable with. I'll be 52 and I'll own it. Yes, (laughs) I love that. Listen, I've been saying this like all season. This is season four of this podcast. And I've had a lot of people this season sharing like their age. And every time I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, um, yeah, black isn't cracking and Mm -hmm, I am living for this. I love this. I cannot wait till I can say that. Like I'm in my thirties and I would have guessed you were in your thirties too. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yes. I (laughs) I love it, girl. I love it. I love it. And just to be able to be out and about and be appreciated for who you are as a woman, you know, because it's really not about age. It's about how you feel on the inside, which automatically emanates on the outside. Absolutely. Because I tell you, I was that person. I had gone through a divorce after 17 years and I was that person who my, I mean, doing something for myself wasn't going to happen, you know, putting on any type of whatever for myself wasn't going to happen. And I had, I just, I could not look at myself in the mirror. So when I say now that I can own that I'll be 52 and I'm loving that I can get to this point and be comfortable with saying, I'm Tanya, I'm 52 and I'm okay. I'm at peace. (laughs) Oh, peace. That is peace. Like the peace is radiating from you, right? And having that huge transition in your own life, And being able to find that peace and to now share it with other women, like that's so amazing to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And I love it where, and because mainly because when I was going through it, I couldn't find anybody to share that, to open up to. And yes, you had, I had people in my circle that wanted to listen, but they didn't know how to listen because they too were either going through their own thing or they just didn't know how to uh, receive the information that I was giving to them. So I had a hard time finding someone. And when I finally was able to transition into the woman that I am, I was able to find someone. It was amazing to me, the number of people that were in my circle who were going through the same thing, but could not speak up, could not, we, they just didn't feel the comfort of being able to say, yes, Tanya, I'm going through the same thing. So at that point, that was when I was like, listen, we have to have a community for us, especially as Black women, because there were communities for other women, but not a lot of women who looked like me. And that's why I am just such a huge proponent of just being out there for, for any woman, helping them go through that transition, because we need each other. Absolutely. 
Yes, that support is so necessary. And oftentimes people are going through similar things, but like you said, they don't feel comfortable enough to speak up and say me too, right? Um, so we do need those supports. We do need community. And when it comes to Black women, there are so many stereotypes out there about us and how we don't support each other, but they're oh, not true. Not at all. Not at all. And you know what? We have to start claiming that as well, right? Because a lot of times it's the conversation that we put out there. Because the first thing someone will say is, oh, we don't. We don't help. We don't do this. We don't do that. And once you say that, once you put that out there, that's what you're going to get, Right. But we have to be able to say, yes, we're out there. I'm out there. I know so-and-so, this other person is out there. We are out there. So let's bring us all together and build that tribe. And especially when we start talking about wanting to build businesses out of this. Like, how do I go through this transition and then get into the space of building a business when there's really no help for me? Like, who is out there doing this that looks like me that I can actually go and say, hey, how did you do it as well? But we're out there. But we have to put it, put ourselves out there and speak the right words and then it'll come right back to us. Yes, indeed. Our words have power and so much power. And a lot of people say, you know, you have this power to create, right? But also your words have power to attract. So mm. that thing that you're seeking, you have to put it out there and say it out loud and it will come back to you. And that's, that's what I gather from what you just said. And I know mm -hmm. that to be true. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, this right, this podcast was manifested. I manifested you. I said I was looking for podcasts in 2023 and then I found you. So it's just speaking that into existence as well. Had I not put myself in that position to even open myself up and say, like, what's this in the Bible? A closed mouth doesn't get fed. Isn't it in the Bible? I don't know. I'm not all Bible verse, but I think it's in there. <laughs> <laughs> but a closed mouth doesn't get fed and you have to be able to speak into what you want. Even if you're not sure what the outcome is, just say, this is what I'm thinking of doing. <laughs> so yes, absolutely. We got to speak I, into existence. I love that. I love that. Listeners, I hope you're listening and you're thinking about the things you want to speak into existence, whether it's an opportunity, a business, a community, a tribe, whatever it is, like your words have power. Put your words out into the atmosphere. Absolutely. Absolutely. Positivity brings breeds positivity. Put it out there. <laughs> and I, I must say that when you said you manifested this, I got chills. And here's the thing. As a coach and as a coach trainer and all the other hats I wear, mm -hmm. anytime a person says, I manifested this or I was looking for something and you came up, right? I've heard that time and time again. And each time it does something to me, like, oh my goodness, because honestly, I didn't know if I was bringing the podcast back for a fourth season. I didn't know if people still wanted to listen to it or be a part of it. And as soon as I decided like, okay, I'll do it, people started signing up. And people started telling me, I'm so happy you brought this back because I missed it. And I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah. And they say that that's the same thing with creating any type of content, right? You never know the impact that you're having, who's watching you that is actually waiting for you to show up, but you just got to keep showing up, right? It's the same thing. Like, had you not brought it back, we wouldn't be sitting here talking. So thank you for bringing it back. <laughs> Because you're needed. Thank you for being a guest. And it's the mm -hmm. same way with creating businesses, right? Mm -hmm. There Absolutely. are people 
who are sitting on their gifts right now. And they've had this thing in their mind and in their heart and in their spirit for so long, but they've been pushing it to the side. But honestly, there are people waiting for them. There are people assigned to them in that business and they have to show up so that they can Mm -hmm. serve those people. Absolutely. I say that, I mean, you gave me chills when you said said that because I say that all the time. And your your gift is waiting. Someone is waiting for you to show up with your gift. Because I believe that there are people tied to you and not just your, your family. There are people that you don't know that you are set to make an impact on and they're waiting for you to show up. Now, not that if they, if you don't show up, they're probably going to get their gift, but they may not, they're not going to get it the way you were supposed to give it to them. So in my, my thought process, you're doing someone a total disservice by not showing up and doing the things that God has placed, in for you, placed into you to do. He gave it to you. If you have that idea that you want to do something, he gave you the time, the knowledge, and the experience. And we were put here to serve. So it's on you to go back and serve some others by bringing that, birth, that, that, that business into the market. It's your duty to do that. And it's the only way I see that you can do that. A lot of times people are stuck with, they're not clear. Like, I think I want to do this. I'm not sure how to do this. How do I do this? What does this all look like? And that's where a coach comes in. That's where I tell people like, you know, you got to start being the person that you want to be by looking for someone who's doing what you want to do. That's simple. And it's not that, you know, they're out there trying to, you know, people get this stigma of, well, they're going to want me to pay all this money. It's not about the money. It's about your transformation. It's about your gift. It's about putting it out there because guess what? You want someone to pay you, (laughs) right? (laughs) So you can't expect to get it for free and then want people to turn around and pay you. That's just not how things are going to work. So you got to be able to say, you know what? Okay, this is my time. Search for the right one. Don't just go out there because there's a lot of, I've met a lot of people that I'm like, okay, that wasn't a good investment, but each one was a learning lesson, but you won't know until you actually start, period. And we got to get out there and get our, get those businesses out there. We have to. Yes, Tanya. You said something that I tell people all the time. Um, I'm not a business coach, but as a coaching mentor and a life coach trainer, I have these conversations with people who are thinking about life coaching or they're certified, but they don't know how to start the business a lot. And I'm like, you can't look for free services all the time if you expect people to pay you because that's counterintuitive. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If you want clients, if you want paying customers, you will have to pay to invest in your business too because you reap what you sow. Absolutely. If you're only trying to get free stuff, you will have a lot of people coming to you for some free information and that's not a business. Not at all. And then you're going to wonder why you're not making any money. And then you're going to wonder why you can't sell. You have a fear of sell because you don't even know what it feels like to pay somebody. (laughs) Yes, yes. You don't even know what that feels like. And once you invest in yourself, you can basically say, you know what, I was able to invest X amount of dollars for me to get here so that I can actually be a service to you. So it's only fair that I charge this much money. And it's not about, you know, people look at people have such a a negative with money. It's like money is just energy. Money is just the cost of you getting to where you want to go. How much is it worth to you? How much is it worth to you? If it's free, hey, go with free. I'm okay with free if you're okay with free. 
But if you want something that you're going to build, that's going to be sustainable, that's going to be scalable, you're going to have to invest. And there's an investment at every level because there's a thing about you don't know what you don't know. And in order for you to get that knowledge, you're going to have to invest in yourself. Period. And you have to be in a place where you know you are worth the investment. Mm. And I think that's where that peace comes in, right? And that ability to stand in front of the mirror naked and see, you know, all the things you love about yourself and notice the little places that you could work on. But until you can get that peace, it'll be really hard to invest in yourself by investing in someone else's business. Uh, It's all connected. It's all connected. Absolutely. And it's about owning that, right? It's about owning who you are. And and I have, and I think that'll be in another conversation that, that I have is, you know, how do you find that as well? That goes into that conversation because you have to own everything about yourself, all that you are. And the thing is, we were trained to only think about life in a certain respect. Where am I working? How do I get there? When do I get paid? But we're not, we were not taught to think of you know, what do I want in my life? How can I create myself as a business? Who can I impact? The money will come regardless. We're not taught to think about that, but that's how we should think about our lives. We are the bosses of our lives. We are the CEO. What is it that you want? What is it that you don't want? Who do you want to impact? What is it that you want to bring to this world? And until we can own every part of ourselves and looking at that woman in the mirror, like you said, and saying, this is what you deserve, we're going to be settling for what we have already. And that's not living. That's not peace. That's where people get anxiety and fears and depressions and doubts. That's where all that comes in because you don't know who you are yet. You don't know who you are. And listen, you can be 52 and not know who you are. (laughs) There's a lot of people because we just weren't taught. And there's nothing wrong. I'm not saying, you know, everyone has their walk. And some people are okay with where you are. I'm okay with it if you're okay. But if you know that you have more to give, if you're waking up in the morning and you're on your way to work and you're feeling that you want to sit in your car and cry because you don't want to go into that job, if you're coming home, And you're just like, where did my day go? I don't even, you know, I have so much more I want to do, but I can't. I don't have the time. God is pushing you to say, hey, it's time for you to get out your comfort zone. It's not going to be easy. If it was easy, we'd all be doing it. But it's so worth it on the end. So worth it. Yes, yes, indeed. That push from God, I'm very familiar with it. So um, there have been times I've cried on the way to work cried on my lunch break during work, Mm -hmm. cried after work, called my husband, like, look, I don't know if it's going to work out. And every (laughs) single time I quit that job, I'm like, yeah, God does not want me here. Like, because I wouldn't feel this way if I was meant to be here, I would be at peace. Um, And that's scary for so many people, for so many reasons. However, every time I felt pushed to leave a situation, something better came along and you know it wasn't always immediately and sometimes I had to create my own experiences and businesses to get through in the meantime right to pay the bills because we are human there you go but every single time God took care of me Mm, one time every time God took care of me not one time did a bill go unpaid Mm. my car didn't get repossessed and nothing changed my kids were fine we were all eating even if I left a job, even good jobs. Yep. But I was taken care of because I listened to 
what I was feeling, I listened to God and I moved because when mm-hmm. you have a lot of anxiety and a lot of hesitations and a lot of fear about things, that's just, you know, that's a signal that you're yes. not meant to be there. Mm-mm, not at all. And you have to kind of step into that. Right. And I say in life, you have to move at the speed of obedience and not obedience to man, obedience to God, because he's telling you to do something. And like you said, if you're in that space, like I was in that space to girl, just like I said, the crying in the car, that was me. The feeling like, you know, I mean, at your job, just numb, that was me, you know? And I was finally able to get out of that place. And it was like a weight was lifted off your shoulder. But just like you said, girl, a testament as well. I have not at one time, and I'm talking about a divorced woman with two kids, one in college, one in, as a senior in high school, taking care of myself and everything. He has not failed me. And there have been times and I'm like, okay, God, it's about due. <laughs> where, where is this coming from? And it's always happened on time. Always. So it's like, we have to learn how to just trust and keep going, keep working. Now you can't just trust and go watch Netflix. That's not going to happen, right? You have to trust and keep moving forward. What's your next step? Because every day he's telling you, and the one thing that I can tell you that will get you there is, is meditation. Meditation was the thing that really helped me get into even more of that peace because it allowed me when I was praying, I was talking to God. When I was meditating, God was speaking to me. And it was okay. I downloaded that message, move at the speed of obedience. Don't ask questions. Cause let me tell you, God told me that I had to drive Uber in a million years. I'm like driving Uber. What? But you know what? I would have never thought that he would have blessed me with the people that I met in my, that that I drove people who were able to add value to my business, add value to myself. I mean, it, I had, I would be in my car, in my truck, having prayer with people that I would have never in a million years thought that would even be of the right mix. And I'm talking about mix between some, between the black and white thing. Someone that you're looking at, is like, okay, he looked like the person that did that over there yesterday. Totally different. I mean, it has just, he will not fail you, but we just got to take that leap of faith and keep going, keep going. Even when it doesn't feel right, it doesn't look, you're like, God, what do you mean driving Uber? Huh? You mean I put these strangers in my car at what time? I look forward to it. I look forward. I will turn on that app at any time when I just need some peace to drive and whatever. It has been amazing. But moving at the speed of obedience will get you there all the time. Just being just being faithful to yourself and to God. Period. I don't even know what to say. Like when you said move at the speed of obedience, like I got chills literally from head to toe. Like, yeah, that's it. That's the message. Move at the speed of obedience. And, you know, it's so interesting. You mentioned driving Uber, right? And having those strangers in your car. I've talked to so many business people who have driven Uber and who have gotten so many connections for their business. And it's one of those things from the outside looking in, you're like, what in the world? Why are they doing mm-hmm. that? Right? But when you are obedient to God, things don't have to make sense to anybody else. Not at all. Not at all. I'm a woman driving people around that strangers all over the city in times where things are crazy. 
And every morning that I got up and got into my truck to get ready to go drive, I would pray that God, whoever you bring into my truck today, I am able to pour into them and they, or they're able to pour into me and we can add value to each other as, as I'm getting them to their destination. And he has put me in the truck with some people where I tell you, I've had, I've gained connections from women. I've had coaching sessions in the car. I've got clients from my, from driving Uber. I've been, it, it has been the most rewarding experience. It really has. And not from a, um, you know, uh, something that I want to do forever, but in really learning about who I am as well. I had to take a moment in being able to engage with different people because in, when I was working in corporate, I didn't have that. It was just a set number of people, you know, kids, work, that's it. I had to come up out of that. God was like, you need to come up out of that and go meet some more people, you know, some different walks of life. Let me show you what's actually happening over here. Get, learn some more things, engage more. And it has been one of those experiences where I tell people all the time, if it's something that you want to do, do it because you're supposed to do it. It's obedience. Yes. And you have to move at the speed of obedience. And another thing you said that was so important, you talked about praying, but you also talked about meditation and meditation is such an important step that so many people skip over because mm -hmm. that's the part where you have to be still and be quiet and listen. Yes. And that's yes. hard for a lot of it's us hard. because yeah. we're so accustomed to noise. We mm. want music playing in the background. We want this and that. We want Netflix on. We hear the dogs barking, the kids running around. But yeah. being in that still space and allowing God to download to you is so mm -hmm. important. Oh, absolutely. And you know, the one thing I say about that is a lot of times, as we're going through life, especially when you start working, you start doing well in your job, you start getting promoted, ego sets in. Ego where I'm at this level in my life, I already know things. I don't need to learn anymore. Especially I don't need to learn from these people. I need to learn from the higher ups or, you know, we let ego guide us throughout the day. But what we have to, once you're in meditation, it's about surrendering to the point where I, I don't have all the answers and I need that answer. And the only person that's worthy of giving you an answer is God, period. And if he's telling you that he needs you to go see a certain person, then that's where you're supposed to get your next answer from. But if we have to remove that ego from ourselves and just be able to humble to say, God, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, you got me this far. What's my next step? What's the next step? And just listen, period. And don't get into, I don't know if I want to do that or what, that doesn't make any sense. Or how, you know, start, don't, the ego starts kicking it. No, just do. And I think that's where a lot of us as humans, you know, that's just part of life. Ego can be good in certain instances, but we got to check it. We got to be able to acknowledge when it's happening and check it and be able to say, you know what? Okay, that's ego. Let me humble myself. I don't know everything. Yes. And listen, I'm so happy you use the word humble, right? Because so many folks 
who run businesses and so many folks who call themselves coaches and I'm a coach myself, they are so afraid of using that word humble. They feel like it takes away from them being experts or being mm -hmm. good at what they do. But there is nothing wrong with humility. When you allow yourself to be humble and to actually hear from God and be obedient to God, God mm -hmm. will add so much to your life. And the thing you will learn is God can use anybody to get a message across to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the one thing that, and it's, it's, <laughs> that's the one thing that really, um, does, does the coaching business a disservice is that whole push of, you got to be the subject matter expert. You got to be the, you know, the expert in your, add all this value, do all this. And you're like, you only know what you only know, right? I can help you. Yes. It, it, me saying that I need more does not take away the fact that I can help somebody but it will add to the fact that I can help somebody, right? And we have to be able to go after more in life. We have to be able to say, this is what I know, I'm good at this. What else is there? What else, God, do you want to use me for? It may be something a little bit different than what you're doing. It may be the same thing, maybe a little bit more nugget there. It may be a totally different genre, who knows? But it's being open to say, you know what? I'm okay where I am, but I know I can do more. God, use me. What else am I supposed to do? And be humble enough to say, I'm good at what I do, but I can always learn more. And that's where the personal development comes in with whole, you know, coaching or whatever in life. What are you doing to grow yourself personally to get you to your next step? Because if your coach is not doing personal development, I'm just sorry. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> that. Yes. I hope y'all heard her. No, for real. Like if your coach is not investing in themselves, they don't need to be coaching you. If they your coach is not coachable, they have no business coaching you. Nope. Not at all. Not at all. I have I made a post the other day how I a lot of times you when I'm looking at a lot of the posts that are coming through online from coaches, I'm like, some of these coaches still dealing with a lot of trauma. Some of these coaches still have some stuff that they're dealing with that they need. Hopefully they're getting that personal development, but it's coming out in your content. But you got to be able to humble yourself and just know that I don't know everything. Darn it, I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> There's just certain things I'm, I, don't, I'm, I don't care to go into that field. I'm good where I am and I'm good taking it to the level that God wants me to take it to, period. I need to be able to better myself so that I can continue to better my clients. That's it. Yeah. Ooh, Tanya, I could talk to you all day. I could, like, for real, <laughs> seriously. Here, girl. <laughs> I am, I'm so blown away. So <laughs> the listeners know, some of the people who are guests on the show, like, I know them, and I've known them for years, right? Some of them are friends. I've had my sister on the show. And then every now and then, I'll get a new person I've never met before recording day. And they know this is pre-recorded. And it's like, it <laughs> blows my mind when I meet someone and it's like, we are on the same wavelength. And I'm just like, this is, this is dope. I like this. Thanks God yeah. for this divine yeah. connection because yeah. yeah. And then it reminds me like all this stuff I've been saying all these 10 years I've been coaching, like I'm, it's true. It's, it's not just me like y'all mm -hmm. got me telling me stuff and then when other people come by to say it too I'm like okay confirmation I love this yes girl yeah. <laughs> I always say God speaks to me through people and you know that's how I receive him 
I get messages from him and it's like, you have to take my ego out and be able to say, oh, that was God speaking. Look, that person didn't even know the blessing that they were giving me in that moment, right? But that was all God in that moment and just being, okay, God, I got you. I'm good now. Thank you. Thank you. I've been in this coaching space, girl, for the past, but formally in, in, uh, in the past three years. And I have had coaches tell me, you need to put God, more God into your content. What does that even mean? Like, excuse me? Don't you know God is like, he's directing this? I don't have to be on here preaching gospel, talking all these other stuff online. That's not my thing. But I'm going to add him where I need to. Girl. Yes. And people don't get that. I've literally told people, I'm like, look, all of this is from God. I am walking in my purpose because God led me here. I don't mm-hmm. have to, and this will sound so offensive to some people, and I'm not apologizing. I just wanted to warn y'all. I will never pimp God to make money. I'm not doing that. But God has blessed me to make money through my business and through my full-time job. And mm-hmm. what, how I show up, it's all God. I don't have to mention God every other sentence. Every other sentence. Like... Oh. I talk yeah. about him in the time, like I feel comfortable speaking to, cause I most, a lot, I've been on a lot of podcasts and, you know, a lot of times that speaking about God, people are just, you know, uncomfortable speaking outwardly about God sometimes, but put me on a podcast so I can talk about him. Oh, and we giving him all the glory, <laughs> all the glory <laughs> because yes. it's, it's him that's taking you through this process of peace. It's him where you're getting your peace. Because God is within us. And if you can actually give yourself what you want, you're actually actually doing him. The, he put you here. He gave you breath. He gave you everything that you have, this body that you have. You have to honor it. That's your thanks to him. How are you thanking him if you're not doing what you're supposed to do? How are you thanking him if you're not taking care of yourself mentally, physically, spiritually, and financially? How are you thanking him? And how can he bless you even more if you're not managing what he already gave you? Because we don't own any of this. We're just managing it. And how every, how you're managing it is how he's blessing you. If he can't see that you're managing, if he's seen that you're not managing, right, what are he going to give you some more for? If you're working and you're not doing what you're supposed to do, you're, you manage, what are they going to do? <laughs> You'll be out of a job. God is the same thing. Come on now. He's, he wants you to be flourishing. But you got to be able to take care of it too and take care of the people that you're impacting. Period. That's Ooh. why I love the coaching space. Yes, yes. <laughs> I told y'all I could listen to her all day. Um, I'm just so happy in this moment. Thank you. Oh, Thank my. you so much, Tanya. Like, this has been beautiful. But before we wrap things up, I want you to tell the listeners and the viewers how they can find you online and, you know, all the good things you do in your business to help people. Yes, yes. So... You can actually find me by going to meettanyarobinson.com. That's M-E-E-T-T-O-N-Y-A-R-O-B-I-N-S-O-N.com, meettanyarobinson.com. And on there, you'll have all my social links. Please connect with me. You can actually message me. I actually give you my phone number. I don't have a problem with it because if I don't want to want to speak to you, I can block you. <laughs> but I'm, all my connections are on there. 
There's a way that you can book a call with me if you want to get on a call with me. There's a way that you can actually join my Facebook community. We have a Facebook community called the Divine Next Level. And in there, we just it's just women who are going through transition, women who want to level up, women who are building businesses. We're all in there. I am on all those platforms. <laughs> you will see Coach, it's Coach Tanya over there on all the platforms. And I am helping people just make that transition through their lives. And we do it through your um, mental, your physical, your spiritual, and ultimately your financial. Because I feel that those three, once you have your mental, physical, and spiritual right, I'm not a therapist, but I can refer you to someone if you need that professional help. But I am there to help you through, once you've made that decision that you're ready to start going into your next level, I'm going to help you make that transition. And I'm going to help you build that business. I'm going to help you get to that next level in a simple and easy way without feeling like you have to do so much on these social media platforms as well. I keep it very, very simple, very, very basic because you don't need all these bells and whistles that you have out here. What you need is a message. You need an audience and you need to know how to market and sell. And I'm going to show you how to show up online so that you can build your next level and be able to create that income that you want. You don't have to quit your job, but I do believe every woman needs at least two forms of income for yourself. So let's get it. MeetTanyaRobinson.com. <laughs> yes, MeetTanyaRobinson.com. Like, I'm excited. I'm excited for the listeners and the viewers to go to your website and to connect with you. Um, you have such a pure spirit. Thank you. I appreciate it. I do appreciate this. And I love talking to you. I was a little bit nervous. I didn't know what to expect, but this has been beautiful. You have a calming spirit as well. I love it. Love it. Love you. it. Thank you so much. <laughs> and thank you listeners and viewers. This has been another episode of the Peace, Purpose and Prosperity podcast. Y'all take care. Absolutely. <laughs>